Blog Talk Radio. You are listening to Help for HD Live, the first podcast created for families living with Huntington's and juvenile Huntington's disease. Don't forget to find us on iTunes, Blog Talk, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. You can also search over 500 archived episodes and other projects at helpforhd.org. To watch us in person, find Help for HD TV on YouTube and subscribe and ring the bell for notifications on new content. Help for HD Live is going on air in 5, 4, 3, 2, everyone, and thanks so much for tuning in to Help for HD Live. This show is made possible because of a grant from Teva Pharmaceuticals and the Griffin Foundation. I'm your host, Lauren Holder, and today we're going to do an HD Awareness Month kickoff show. Um, I've got Shelby Lentz on with me, and we're going to be talking about um, a couple hashtags that we can use in photos um, to bring awareness for Huntington's and in our posts and things. Um, and just talking about HD Awareness Month in general and, and different things that um, that can be done. So let me first say thank you so much to Shelby for coming on. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here with you. Well, I'm so excited to have you. So for those who don't know you, could you just kind of give a little bit of your background and tell them who you are? Yeah, absolutely. I am 24 years old, born and raised in Michigan, Uh, spent some time in Nashville doing music, and I actually came home when I was in college in Nashville because my family was diagnosed with Huntington's disease. My grandfather and then my father and my sister as well was diagnosed with juvenile Huntington's uh, at only 11. So I ended up getting the test done in 2017 when I was only 20 tested positive. So right now I'm living uh, asymptomatic, bless the Lord, and just trying to use my family's story to raise awareness for Huntington's disease. And you're doing an amazing job with it. Um, I'm just very, um, just very inspired by you and all that you're doing. Um, and so just very glad that you're so positive with everything that, uh, that you guys deal with in your family. Thank you so much. It's, um, you know, with Huntington's, it's it's never easy, but I, I definitely find that leaning on my faith and, you know, my passion projects, which is, you know, helping others in the community and my own nonprofit, it, it just helps give me um, a silver lining and a purpose to all of the, the hardship that comes with this disease. Yeah, absolutely. So talk a little bit about your your organization that you started. Well, mine is Champions for HD. As of last month, we are three years old, which is mind-blowing to me because I remember when um, I play at bars. I've been playing at bars for about 10 years because I'm a musician, singer-songwriter, and um, this bar that I played at, the owner said, you know, you talk so openly about Huntington's disease, whether it's through competing in the Miss America organization or whether you're out at the bars because I have a song I wrote in Nashville before I found out about Huntington's, inspired by Rocky Balboa, because I love, 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 love the Rocky movies, um, called Champion. <laughs> and I wrote it with a friend when I was in Nashville, just about overcoming adversity and hardships and knowing that no matter how life knocks you down, you have to get up and keep fighting back. 
And come full circle, when I found out about Huntington's, it was a song that I really used as a crutch for my own healing. And when I put it out into the community, uh, a lot of other people gravitated towards it, which was really incredible to see as a musician. That's all you want and more is for people to resonate with your music. So when he approached me and offered to help me financially start my nonprofit, uh, I couldn't think of a better name. So it became Champions for HD officially in 2018, and our mission is to help families who are in need of financial services, anything from uh, medication, treatment, legal services. Um, We've had people who come to us because they have so many people in their family who are with, with Huntington's and their caregiver. They're without disability yet, and they cannot pay for their bills. They can't keep food on the table. Um, And then we also help fund local Huntington's disease research. So it's been such a blessing. It's been hard um, with COVID. I'm guessing you guys (laughs) probably have unfortunately felt that as well. But it's, it's still been incredible to have the opportunity to have this organization and have an impact in the community. Well, and it's a wonderful organization. I um, and I'm just so proud of you because, you know, I'm yeah. being positive as well. And and the fact that you've taken on this project and and run with it and made it your passion is amazing. That's the type of stuff that just I really love to see in the Huntington's community. Is somebody test positive and and you know they they or trying to help others. We've, you know, Mm -hmm. what we do. And it doesn't matter about what organization for us. It really is all about just helping each other. So just, um, super proud of you. You I'm, I'm so grateful for you and, and your organization, all that help for HD does, because I was actually going through the archives. I was like, when when was the last time I was on? And, um, it was 2018. And my first time was 2017, and at that point, it was one of my first couple times going to Miss Michigan and just uh, seeing how much uh, I've evolved and how much our community's evolved and just how life has transformed in four years since then has been really cool for me to see. But I'm just so grateful to have other organizations because we all serve a purpose. We're all here for the same mission. And in my opinion, the more the merrier of us because we're all able to facilitate different needs, different communities. Um, So it just, it makes me really proud to be a part of it. Absolutely. I 100% agree. Um, Okay. So let's talk about, um, you actually started this hashtag a couple years ago, I guess, the HD Can't Tame Me, or um, was it new for this year? No, I started it, I think I started it right back when the organization started, and it came again from my song Champion, because um, I say in the song that um, this fire inside me can't be tamed. And so when I was naming the nonprofit and, you know, having it influenced from that, I, I just realized that it rhymes and it went well. And so I said, you know what, HD can't pay me. And that's literally how I get myself out of bed most mornings or when I don't want to, you know, exercise or do things that I know is good for my mental health and my potential, you know, HD progression. I'm like, you know what, HD can't pay me. So every time I do something that I feel like um, I've accomplished, I've overcome, I always use that hashtag and I use it on the champions page and it's really taken off Um, in the month of May Last year was when I officially started the HD Can't Tame Me campaign, which is where 
people write on a piece of paper, HD can't tame me. And sometimes it's just one person. We've had entire families that have participated, which is really cool to see them all holding different HD can't tame me signs. And it's just a way for the community to get involved and to share their own stories and use their voice. And I, I really try to highlight the positive parts of Huntington's, as weird as that sounds, because it can be hard to find them. But it's easy to um, to get into those deep negative thoughts and wallow in those emotions. So HD can't tame me. In in my eyes, was a way to empower people through this disease and show how it makes them stronger. I love it. I love it. And you know, when I saw the HD can't tame me um, hashtag, I was like, oh, that's so perfect. Um, <laughs> and and that's. That's one of the things I want to challenge the Huntington's community to do this May. Um, get out there and, and start using HD Can't Tame Me. Um, I think that it's important for people to realize that we're fighting, and especially this year with the bad news that we've gotten, um, it's, it's hard to be positive. And, you know, it's been a rough year for me. I've lost my dad to Huntington's. I, um, you know, I'm in my 30s and gene positive, and, you know, that's scary to hear that trials are, are halted, and it's just a lot going on. And um, I think I, I think you're right, that we have to have those positive moments, and we have to kind of take back <clears throat> that power and just say, okay, you're, you know, HD, you're not in control. Um, so I your hashtag that you created, that campaign that you created, I, I really want the Huntington's community to run with it um, because I think that it, it's just so important this year for us to realize um, that HD can't get us down. No matter mm-hmm. what happens, we, we've got to keep, keep fighting. That's what we're here. And, you know, one of my, fav- my favorite song and the song that I listen to the most um, when I'm down or when I'm having um, – just moments where I feel like I can't deal with what's going on is fight song by Rachel Platten. And yeah. um, mm-hmm. so, I, I mean, it's absolutely, I, somebody in the Huntington's community actually made me a shirt with the, with the lyrics on it. Cause I am all about that song. So <laughs> um, I love that you have something from your music that you took and you turned it into a campaign. I think that's something in the HD community that we need to run with. Um, so everybody who's listening, um, that's what I'm challenging you to do. Um, use that hashtag and, and run with it and, um, let's really make it blow up for, um, HD awareness month. On top of that, I also really would love to see, um, something that I use a lot and I've seen other people use recently, um, is HD strong, um, and I Ooh, think yeah. that's another one. Yeah. So I really I want to see that. I'm glad you said it. <clears throat> yes. So, excuse me, my allergies are getting to me. Um, <laughs> okay. So HD Strong, it really, um, when my dad was going through the worst of of these last, you know, few months, he really mm-hmm. was such a warrior, and, and HG Strong for me really means the people who are going through Huntington's, who are living it every day, who may not be able to communicate their feelings, who are, you know, dealing with all of these symptoms, and they keep going. What kind of strength yeah. that has to take 
And, um, you know, that's why, that's why they're my heroes. That's why my dad is my hero because he never, ever gave up and um, kept his sense of humor. Um, so HD strong, hashtag HD strong and hashtag HD can't tame me. I think we need to run with this, this month with uh, HD awareness month. Yeah, I, I'm so happy you said that because I'm always trying to add to <laughs> my plethora of hashtags that we use on our posts um, just because that's how, that's how you reach people in these day and ages. Um, and a lot of people come to our page because of those specific hashtags. So that's a good one to add to my list. Um, and I'm really happy to, well, first, I'm, I'm sad to hear about your dad. I'm really sorry for your loss. Um, we lost my sister to juvenile last year, a year ago. So I'm definitely feeling those emotions as well. And um, this is my first time battling grief. Uh, yeah. I lost my grandfather so young. I didn't understand. This is my first time really trying to navigate through the roller coaster of emotions that come with it. So my heart goes out to you because it's not easy. Um, and even a year later, there's days where I feel okay and days where I just feel like my heart is, so broken without my sister but like you said she was the same as your dad all the way up until we lost her she was so positive so happy so full of life and love and even though she couldn't talk she would still you know smile and smirk and we kind of had like this unspoken language between us that no one understood except for our family where she would make different gestures and we would laugh because we knew what she was trying to say and she kept that spirit all the way up until we lost her. And uh, I just find it incredible that people who are suffering and it really seems like they have, you know, th- that life is just could be the worst. They're so positive and optimistic. And uh, she definitely is my biggest inspiration. Your, yes, your sister was amazing. I loved seeing photos and um, and I, you know, I'm so sorry for your loss as well. It, it, you're right. It is so hard dealing with that type of grief. And um, because especially somebody that close and, mm-hmm. and you help take care of this person and this person is yeah. such a huge part of your life. And then all of a sudden it's gone. And like, what do you do? Um, exactly. So it is it's a struggle with those emotions. And um, thank you for, for bringing that up because I, I think it's very important um, for us to realize that um, and that our, our HD warriors, our HD fighters, you know, they kept fighting until the end and they kept their, their personalities still remained even if they couldn't communicate completely. And, yeah. um, you know, that that's something to remember that that person is still there and, um, and we need to make sure that, that they can enjoy every moment um, up until the day they die, uh, you know, on dad's dead deathbed, we were playing his favorite songs. We're playing journey. Can't stop believing, you know, and, um, <laughs> and other songs. So, um, those, those things are important and those things are part of HD awareness month. Like, um, and I want you for just a second to explain juvenile Huntington's so that people can, you know, because there, that is beast on its own. And I want people to understand what yes. that is. Honestly, it 
it's so mind-boggling to me that my family not only got hit with Huntington's disease because once I figured out what it was and how rare it is and that JHD, I think it's like 10% or 1%, something like that of HD patients, so even more rare than the already rare disease. But juvenile Huntington's is a form of Huntington's that progresses very rapidly at younger ages than the adult onset starts. Um, it really varies because some kids don't develop it till they're in their late teens, early 20s, and some, like my sister, and she had a very, very high CAG. It was like 88. She developed her symptoms, we think, at about seven. Unfortunately, because we didn't have any known family history or diagnoses, there was no way to actually officially diagnose her. So she went many years being diagnosed with these various diseases and put on these strict medications and diets just to try and see if anything would help. And it wasn't until my dad finally got tested that they decided to um, not rule out juvenile Huntington's disease. And so from seven until we lost her at 14, um, we saw her decline very rapidly in a seven-year time period. Um, by the time that she was 11 and she was officially diagnosed, I had just moved back home from um, being in school in Nashville for two years to finish out my last two years at home to be with her. And uh, that year alone, she lost her ability to walk, talk, and eat. And by December, she was um, getting a feeding tube. So it's just, it's so um, life-shattering to know that a child is having to grow up so quickly. And, you know, we had to have very serious conversations with her, thankfully, um, we could talk to her about God and faith and just in, in um, simple terms try to tell her that everyone has a different time on earth and it doesn't make sense to us, but it only makes sense to God. And, you know, if she has to go home early, that means that she's finished her mission before anyone else and she was able to impact so many lives in such a short amount of time. These conversations that you don't think or want to have with someone that is so young, I mean, I, I think about the fact that I don't get to be an aunt to um, her kids, that I don't get to watch her go to college, fall in love, get married. It's, it's, really, it's really heartbreaking. But at the same time, um, you know, I've had people who aren't really aware about HD or JHD, and um, I'm very open online, both in the HD community and just in public about Huntington's. And so every now and then you get people who, I think mean well, but they say things like, you know, how could, how could your parents ever have children knowing that this is in the family? And that's terrible. And to be honest, like I said, we didn't have a family history because the genetic test wasn't available until around the time I was already being born. And um, so it wasn't something we knew. But even with that being said, I, I wouldn't trade the short amount of time I had with my sister if it meant not having her at all. Um, so, yeah, she... She was a warrior throughout it all. Yes, she was, just as you are, and you guys are just um, so amazing. And, you know, she really, um, for me, is one of the examples when I talk about juvenile Huntington's to anybody. Um, she is one of the examples that I use. So she is making a difference um, and bringing awareness to JHD and um, and I love what you just said in that you wouldn't change the time that you had with her um, because I think you're right. I think sometimes people don't think about what they're saying and then they make comments of, of, yeah, why would you have children or, 
or whatever, and they don't know the situation. And, mm-hmm. you know, I wish everybody could afford to to do what, you know, to do IVF with PGD, but it's not yeah. a reality. It's not healthy for some people to do it um, because and of it's the hormones and things. Not- <laughs> right, right. And I don't think that we in the community should have to feel like we are um, – we are horrible people because we want to have children. Like we're told, Oh, live your life. And, and why should it be any different for us than somebody who has, you know, who has a risk for um, ALS or a risk for um, cancer or anything like that? You know, we let them live their lives and we don't tell them not to have kids. So why is it that, we have people doing that to us. And that is a, for me, that's a huge thing um, because I feel like it's an expectation placed on us. um, That's unfair. Yeah. And it definitely, I mean, complicates relationships, maybe for better or for worse, because you can weed out people. (laughs) Maybe you don't want to be with forever. But when I was um, first dating my boyfriend of three years, it was a conversation I had to have pretty early on about, you know, this is in my family it's new to us, um, you know, if, if we want to be serious at some point and think this is going to work, uh, this is what having kids would look like for me. And there's, you know, a plethora of avenues we could go down, whether it's in vitro adoption or just natural and, you know, praying for a cure or praying that my genes don't take over. But just all these things that you have to now think of. And it sounds so minuscule, but as a woman who's always wanted to have kids, and I know I still do someday, it's it's really difficult to think that I can't just go about it the natural way like most women do. Like you know, so it it's definitely something that um, it sticks with you, and it sticks with you. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, well, Shelby, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, did you have any final thoughts, anything that you wanted to share with others in the HD community before we sign off for the day? Thank you so much for having me, first of all. It's always a pleasure. Um, but I would just say if you are going through Huntington's, just know that you're not alone. I think it is so important to know that no matter what you're going through in life. Um, and as a musician, that's why I love music is because it's it makes me never feel alone, even if I don't actually have a relationship with the person who wrote the music. If I resonate with it, I know I'm not alone. And I definitely have felt that way with our communities. There's so many people that I connect with, even like you and hundreds of other people that I actually haven't had um, in-person interactions with, but just knowing that you have a team of people behind you who are going to support you no matter what, that is half the battle and more. So just know you're not alone and that your emotions are valid and it's okay to have high days and low days and um, just to enjoy the ride that is life because uh, as all of us in the HD community know, it's very short. Absolutely. Um, you know, and such a great point. Your feelings are valid. Uh, I think mm-hmm. one of the things that this Awareness Month I really want to focus on is is the person who is symptomatic. You know, we, I, I think we focus on caregivers, and I think that's important. Caregivers are absolutely important. They're, they have to be there. Um, but I think sometimes 
uh, and I've done it myself, where we forget about the person who's going through the disease because maybe mm-hmm. they can't communicate and maybe they're not doing much and we tend to just get in this mindset of trying to get through the day and, um, you know, especially during the tough times. Um, but this Awareness Month, I really want to focus on that. I really want to focus on the person with Huntington's and what they're going through and their voice. And so if it's through music, if it's through whatever avenue, um, you know, to be able to let them know that how they feel is valid and we do still hear them even if they can't communicate, um, I think is is very important this Awareness Month. And, um, you know, obviously, again, caregivers, we couldn't do this without you. Um, and most of us as, a, as gene positives have been caregivers or are caregivers currently. And um, yeah. so I'm not downplaying anything that the caregiver does. It's just that I – so for me and my dad, what I saw is we get so busy and worried about his medical care and worried about, you know, the daily things that sometimes we would forget to sit and talk with him. And that's what yeah. I miss, you know. And oh, I, yeah. I, I miss sitting down and watching a football game with him and, and talking with him. And um, even if he couldn't talk to me, just knowing mm-hmm. that he heard me because he would make, you know, whatever faces or he'd make some type of sound. And then on the good <laughs> days, he would talk a, up a storm, you know, he could say a ton of words. So I really, really want to focus on that um, for HD Awareness Month. I think that's where these hashtags come into play. So tell us, tell Shelby and I your stories through Facebook and on social media through um, hashtag HD can't tame me and hashtag HD strong because we would love yes. to read what's going on with you guys. Absolutely. That is our show for today. I think it's a great golf for um, our shows for HD Awareness Month. We're going to have um, next week we're going to have a show called Family Matters Campaign that's going on. Uh, we also have um, – somebody from the heated task force that was started with EHDN. Uh, And he's going to actually talk a little bit about the Roche trial and how we can utilize the information in the HD community. Um, I think that's going to be a great show. And then we're going to finish up HD awareness month with a show on the next generation of HD warriors. So you guys make sure to tune in. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Shelby, thank you so much again for coming on. I hope everybody has a great day. Thank you, Lauren. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to visit www.helpforhd.org and sign up for our email newsletter to stay up to date on all that is going on at Help for HD. Get social with us and like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram and subscribe to Help for HD TV on YouTube and ring the bell for notifications. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. 
So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.